Cover City Sports Saloon Talk, the new snippet podcast from Cover City Sports. What, Steve, what are we talking about this week, my man? Dave, first subject we're going to hit him with is LeBron James, can he play football? Second topic, Carlson. Don't call me Carson Wentz. Where's he going to end up next year, Dave? A lot of quarterbacks potentially moving this offseason. Cover City, we're giving you the best landing spot for each one if each one had to move. Lantern, let it rip. Cover City. Cover City Sports is back, guys. With season two, episode one here at Cover City Sports uh, on 2-17-2021, a day that will live in infamy as we we transition to season two. So off of football into college hoops, but also a new format for the listeners. Basically, what we're doing you is giving you new short podcast so you're going to get the same thing that you like out of cover city sports but if you love saloon talk basically we're just going to have a 20 minute podcast on cover city saloon talk we have the new fast break cover city fast break uh which details the most in depth we've probably gone into anything in in college hoops and that'll be its own separate podcast as well 20 minutes but if you press play on this one and just let your you know apple or Spotify roll through, it'll take you to the next one. So here we are. It's Cover City Saloon Talk. Steve-O, what's up, my man? Yo! Yo! I got to give the you know the fans what they want. They want the yo's to start things off. So I'm going to start it off with a, you know, a pretty hearty yo and you know get fired up for, for season two here. Rue. Rue, baby. Here's to new beginnings. I'm excited for the new season. Like a, like a seedling coming out of the ground. Yeah, here. exactly. Pat, what's going on in the boot? It's a lantern. Sorry, I had sorry. a I had like a uh, movie cinematic dream where I woke up three times in the dream to you know a horrifying reality before I actually woke up this morning and couldn't trust my own reality. So I, I'm I'm just fighting on instinct right now. I've had that I've had that occur to me. I I always thought that was bullshit. I'm like that's not real. That's not real. <laughs> Woke up like this just happened. It all happened. Yeah. I know you. I know you're sleeping with little Johnny with the gimpy leg. <laughs> Kurt, what about Cliff? Got Brit, what up? Hey, we got a lot of intel for you here. We had a, a two-week hiatus here from the fast break. We are looking forward to hit you, hitting you with the uh, the most up-to-date news, most up-to-date stats, the top 25. Let's focus on college hoops on the road to Indianapolis here, guys. Lantern, get us into the saloon talk for season two here. This is Cover City Saloon Talk. Steve-O, why don't you kick this off, set the, set the tone here with season two, episode one. What are you, what are you bringing to the bar tonight? Bron Bron uh, said there's uh, no doubt he would have made it uh, as a Cowboy or a Seahawk if he decided to try out during the 2011 NBA lockout. I don't know what you guys are thinking about that uh, topic, but I got I to gotta think that, that Bron would have all pro. I'm going all pro with him. 
I, I, I love your note here. <laughs> congrats on the athleticism. <laughs> we hear this every year. Congrats on the athleticism. That was Rue Baby Love's note, kid. That's I rude. like LeBron. I don't love LeBron. But I think when it comes to a football standpoint, he's like at an awkward height and weight to be a successful football player. Well, let's be honest. You passed out LeBron James' uh, heart-shaped Valentine's uh, we, on Sunday. We agree. They were funny. What did that? they say? What did they say? <laughs> uh, I'd give up everyone on the team for you. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Now, listen, Rue. So LeBron was a, a all-state uh, wide receiver in high school. I, I think, you know, I, I'm kind of a LeBron hater if you, if you really want to be honest yeah, just call call spade spade let's shoot it He's mj shoot. all day yep yep i'm all mj but I, I think in the history of athletes and like you said congrats on the athleticism yeah lebron james is the best athlete we've ever witnessed in our lifetime uh between like you said his size uh his speed uh his his, his athleticism the things he can do on a basketball court i think he could equally uh do as well on a football field, I think LeBron would have been a Hall of Famer on either side. Of I love how you love him on the football field, but hate him anything to do with his actual sport. Because he wouldn't it, have to compete with, with Jordan on, <laughs> yeah, that's on good the point. football By field. the way, birthday Jordan. Mike, 58 today. UNC's GOAT, my GOAT. He's an athletic anomaly, but like standing at 6'8 or whatever, we're assuming he's going to be a tight end. Yeah, or receiver. And, and, and so he are, he's 6'8, 250. You think that's pretty big for a tight end i'd love to see him i'd love to know what his 40 time is because i'm sure it's good especially in 2011 yeah yeah because but, I, mean, but yeah, I, I don't think he has four four or low four or five speed no but i mean as a tight end do you see that i'm, I'm thinking in my head more that's receiver. 20 he's 26 years old he's in the middle yeah. of his prime in 2011 oh no yeah. I, i'm saying that's I'm, right I'm saying in the don't dead compare of his prime. It now right right exactly he's 36 years old but you know what there's some pretty notable uh some actually Hall of Fame uh, football players that were basketball players and transitioned onto the gridiron in the football field. Uh, one no most notably was Tony Gonzalez. I think everyone knows who Tony Gonzalez is that, that watches sports. Tight played, end for played the with, Chiefs. Played with uh, Jason Kidd at Cal. Yes, he did, Britt. Nice, nice, uh, nice tidbit there. Cal, Cal uh, actually. And now, Britt, I think they went, they were, they were one game away from the Final Four his yeah, senior year at they also had another stud on the team. I don't know if you even know the name, Randy Duck. Randy Duck. Randy Duck. Look him up. He shot the lights out. He's about six four, <laughs> athletic guard. Howard. So the there's Duck's a brother. big time name. Tony Gonzalez was a you know a college hooper at the highest level. Um, you know, Division one. Uh, decided to stay with football, and uh, you know now he's he's in Canton. He's enshrined in the Hall of Fame. He's got a bust and all that stuff. And we got Julius Peppers, my main man down at, at Chapel Hill, North Carolina. He was on the hoop team for two years um, until he realized that football is going to be his path to, to Canton as well. Um, he's not in Canton yet, but we're, we're pretty sure Julius is going to make his way there uh, pretty shortly. He, uh, he was actually on the 2000 uh, Brit Final Four team for, for the Heels. Joseph Forte, Ed Cota's senior year, um, Brendan Hayward. Uh, so it was a team that definitely overachieved, I think. Uh, actually, was it Ju uh, Capel? Jason Capel. Capel. Jeff Jason Capel's Capel. brother. Jason, yep. So he's he was on, on that the squad. Staff, so he's now on the coaching staff with Jeff Capel at Pittsburgh. At Pitt, yeah. So then you got Jimmy Graham, Antonio Gates. He's going to be a Hall of Famer. 
Um, so, you know, th- those are some big names that, that played. Jimmy Graham played. So, here's my take on this. Um, if he stayed in high school, I think he has a shot uh, of being a, a good tight end in the NFL. I'm not, he, I'm not putting him down as an all-pro or anything like no. that. I just don't think. But here's the thing. As soon as he went to the NBA, LeBron was too babied his whole life to, to go to football. Way too babied his whole life good to point. turn the edge. It's like when Ra- Ron Rousey went and uh, got into acting in the WWE or it whatever and then tried to out. go back to UFC and just got obliterated. Mm-hmm. He was pampered and babied too much. Since he was 12 years old. He was the, he was right. the chosen one. So he was the next quit, one. It was done. He, he wasn't going to get back. He would have made the team, but he would have never made an impact. He probably would have made the team because he was – because he was LeBron James. He claims that Jerry Jones offered him a tryout and the Seahawks. Of course, who wouldn't offer it? Yeah, offer him a tryout at Cover City. Yeah, right. yeah, true. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, Rue, what are you bringing to Saloon Saloon here this afternoon, this evening? All right, we love this topic because after the Super Bowl, it's always quarterback carousel. Where's the next guy going? And obviously, the Carson Wentz situation and. Philadelphia is one of the more interesting ones because what he's done for that franchise and now where he is now. He really fell off, and, you know, it's funny because we didn't have the podcast last week, but this was on our docket to talk about, and now it was was an actually heavily talked about subject uh, on Sports Talk Radio today. So I don't want you guys on there thinking we're stealing somebody else's thunder because this was on our docket. We're rolling with it. Uh, Eagles are trying to, you know, trying to move on from Carson Wentz. They got Jalen Hurts in the second round last year. Uh, they were asking for two, two first rounders. That was the uh, rumored uh, want for, for Carson. And since that kind of cooled down, um, they're basically saying they're not going to get any ones from, from Carson Wentz. Uh, uh, <laughs> I got you. They got gotcha. you. You done did it to me. Carson Wentz. Um, so I think that the, the Colts are slow playing this one. I think they've got a number or they've got a, uh, an idea in their head who they want. And I think that the Colts seem to be holding the cards for a few different quarterbacks here. Possibly, possibly. Um, you know, there, there's some, some connections, Rue. Why don't you hit them up with, with the, with the connections that the Colts have with, with Carson Wentz. So the connections go pretty deep. The Colts already know what they're willing to give up for someone like Wentz. Kind of like semi-pro when they traded the guy for, what was it, a, a refrigerator? A printer? <laughs> refrigerator? <laughs> printer. <laughs> That's what they're getting over here. But uh, Frank Reich, obviously the head coach over in Indianapolis, was Wentz's OC in Philadelphia. That year, Colts were 11-5, and lost to the Bills by three in the playoffs, one quarterback away, and you think this would make the most sense, the best landing spot for Carson Wentz to go. I, I feel like I've heard a lot of quarterbacks in Indianapolis be their spot because they're always saying they're one quarterback away from being Super Bowl contenders. So, yeah, I think this would be a good position for Carson Wentz to end up. And and Big Time Brick actually gave us a pretty good tidbit uh, on Carson Wentz. There's a, a key date here to keep in mind. Uh, March 20th is the is – the, date circled on Carson Wentz's calendar. If he does remain with the Eagles, he gets a $10 million roster bonus. Yeah. Uh, so th- th- that trade is going to definitely go down Soon. before March 20th because uh, I can't see the Eagles, you know, wh- whatever it's going to be. But I think the Colts are going to get outbid. My That's my take, my prediction. As it should. For Carson I Wentz. I think a team like the Bears, their head coach Matt Nagy and GM Ryan Pace are both on – the hottest seat in the NFL right now. I don't think there's two 
personnel people in the NFL that are that are under more pressure to win now than these two guys. Now, is Carson Wentz a reclamation project? I don't think so. I think he can return himself mm-hmm. with the right weapons, with a decent or any sort of offensive line. Receiving core. Receiving core, not throwing to the bagger at, at market yeah. 32. But honestly, I think I think a desperate team and a desperate franchise like the Bears that has a very good, solid defensive core right now that that can win now. And, you know, Matt Nagy is supposed to be that quarterback guru. So mm-hmm. if there's really anybody in the league that should be able to, you know, resurrect Carson Wentz's career, maybe it's maybe it's Matt Nagy and the Chicago Bears. So that's where I look for Wentz to end up next year. And this is a pretty good transition to move us into our third topic, DC. Hit him with that one for the cover. Yeah, let's just, you know, we said the Colts have options here. Let's just roll through what quarterbacks potentially might move and just move them to another team. So the number one spot, all the rumored quarterbacks that are moving, where are they going to land? One thing to notice about the Eagles, though, total dumpster fire. Taking another quarterback first round at number six, they came out and said. Who really? Yeah, well, that's what that's what uh, I don't see it. I think they got. I just stick feel to like something. they can rob. Yeah. Yeah. Stick to blind. something. Yeah. Uh, but okay, so let's start with we just said Wentz to the Bears. So let's then move to the Colts. And Steve, who do you think the Colts get if the Bears are getting Wentz? Matty Ice, baby, down with the Falcons. Matty Ice. You know the Falcons got the fourth overall pick. Already rumored, GM came out this week, said that they are getting a quarterback, another, they're going to add a quarterback to the roster for the 2021 season. Uh, makes sense. Matty Ice can probably come at a decent price tag. I think that, that that is more to the Colts' liking and not as high of demand as a younger Carson Wentz. But Matt Ryan right now, he's not broken. Other than Tommy Brady coming back and beating him in the Super Bowl, you know, he, he's he's still uh, Eagles flying, you know, Falcons flying. He's flying high. I don't freaking know. But I, I think that Matt Ryan would be a great fit for the the team in Indianapolis, the Colts, with that, with that great offensive line, young offensive line. So I think Matty Ice is going to end up in Indianapolis. And then Watson, which everyone has been talking about since, since uh, for, for weeks now, New spot for him. We're throwing him on the Carolina Panthers. Heating up. That was a big Yeah, the the move here is two first-rounders. Three. Three first-rounders. She's two or three. I'm questioning this. And Christian McCaffrey. I mean, if you want to start a rebuild, that's a good way to start a rebuild. And honestly, they're going to – you'd have to imagine they're going to put Teddy Bridgewater into that trade as well. So I don't don't say that's bad for for either team. Well, honestly, on Carolina's side, I'm thinking – Three first I rounders, is three first a rounders, lot. and Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, that's like Sean McVay stuff. I mean, Houston wins the... that deal. I say, I, honestly, if you're if you're Deshaun Watson, though, you want to come to Carolina without Run DMC or CMB, whatever the hell he is. Run, you know, Christian McCaffrey. I should have just said his freaking name. Dylan McCaffrey's brother. Yeah, Dylan McCaffrey, <laughs> Luke. McCaffrey's so, Rue, up next, Russell Wilson. Dangerous. Dangerous. So they, they, he's been rumored he kind of wants out of Seahawks. So if we got to put him somewhere, where are we putting him? I'm riding with putting Russell Wilson on the Raiders. I think it's a picture-perfect thing for him with Mike Davis, who will clearly do anything to start a and build a good franchise. Mark, Mark Davis, I'm sorry. Pumpkin pie haircut. Pumpkin pie haircut, right. <laughs> yeah, yep, that Billion guy. dollar. Brit, that was, totally that was redeem you. yourself. <laughs> Billion dollar stadium. 
good running back. Defense is starting to come together. And his wife, Ciara, which I got proven wrong because I didn't know her name last week, she models in Las Vegas. This is a perfect spot for him, about three hours away from his Los Angeles home or wherever he is in California. I don't see a better landing yeah, spot the, for the him. Yeah, the play there for the Raiders is tra- trading Derek Carr for two, two first-round picks and then using their 2021 and 2022 first-round picks to basically deal four first-round picks to – to, to have to play with guys i'm cutting in guys i'm with. cutting in guys i'm cutting in russell wants some leverage to, to hire the oc he wants some say in the oc that's it pete carroll ain't trading russell wilson 30 39 million dollar uh cap hit dead cap hit if russell but, wilson but, but, is see, not we gotta play the, the game we gotta play the game i love the game i love playing the game i love the games called Dak just a Press- tip just Dak- for a second see how it feels <laughs> moving on <laughs> Dak Prescott and the Cowboys. Steve, I'll take this one. Dak, baby. I mean, let's let's again. be honest. He's gonna prove. He's got to prove himself yet again. Horrific uh, ankle injury uh, against the Giants uh, last season. Dak's coming back. He, he's been, you know, rumored to be rehabbing, uh, you know, stronger than ever, and really, you know, getting himself in the in the uh, rehab uh, room or whatever the hell you want to call it. Training room. How? Yes, that guy's place. <laughs> So, um, Cowboys right now would be second year on a franchise tag with Dak. $37.7 million, uh, would be the contract for him if they did sign him to a second-year deal. Um, so, I think Dak is going to remain with the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys, Russell Wilson, chatter is that's all it is, is chatter. I think, uh, you know, Jones is just... Jerry Jones is looking for some leverage. He's looking for a little leverage against Dak to say, hey, we might have this guy coming in, Dak, so you might want to take this to stay here. But it's not going to work. Dak, Dak is a, he's a proven quarterback. So I think he's going he's gonna, to he's gonna land on, uh, on his Steve feet. Out. Take the money, Dak. Take the money. <laughs> Moving on. Then we got Sam Darnold. I think, I think a good fit for him could be Washington. They got good defense. They can add some weapons. Um, yeah, to, to their offense, and I, I, Sam Darnold, there's still hope for Sam Darnold. There oh, is. I definitely. He's only 23 um, years 23, old. 23. Washington's got a top five defense. Yep. Uh, and again, a few a few offensive weapons. I mean, geez, they're in one of the worst conferences going. There could be success there. I agree. Unlike Mitch, Mitch Trubisky, who's probably going to the Toronto Argonauts. Mitchell <laughs> heading to Toronto. I, I, I think the Patriots might be a good fit for old Mitchell, Dave. Um you know, definitely wasn't a, it was a huge reach for the Bears at number two overall, but you know, maybe Big Bill down in uh, out in Foxborough can can uh, turn his career around and and uh, help Patriots. And then Steve-O, you called this weeks back. Jameis Winston, stay, we're not, we can't put him there. He's staying with the Saints. They purposely, purposely didn't Purpose, play him. Didn't play him. Wouldn't put him in when when Drew Brees went down with those injuries for about five weeks. They they had Taysom Hill uh, behind center because. Sean Payton's no dummy. He didn't want to go back-to-back years of losing his backup quarterback to free agency. Teddy Bridgewater signed a four-year deal with the Panthers last year because he came in and won five straight games for the Saints. He didn't want that to happen with Famous Jameis. Famous Jameis led the league in touchdown passes you know, two years ago, led the league in passing yards two years ago. He did lead the league in interceptions too, which was more than his passing touchdown. So, you know, it might be a little bit of negative, but, you know, Sean, Sean Payton's a quarterback whisperer. So I'm looking for Famous Jameis 
to have a bounce back season next year. Bounce back. Bounce need a it. W. And bounce. finally, Johnny Manziel, where we think he'll end up. He yes. obviously performed <laughs> with the Zappers last weekend. He just came out and said if the NFL offered him a job, he'd turn it down. Thank, thanks, Rightfully Matt. so. Do thanks. we not see that oh, fan-fueled yeah, league that he's dominating? Oh, yeah, I John. Think he completed one pass. <laughs> Guys, we went quick. We hit our timeline. Three topics, 20 minutes. It's called the Cover City Saloon Talk. Tune in. Coming up next, Cover City Fast Break and an interview. Steve, who's coming up on Associate the Associate head coach, Keith Ergo, Penn State, Nittany Lions basketball. We're, we're excited for this one, guys. You're going to love it. I promise you that. Can guarantee it. Stamp it. Mushroom tattoo it. To all our new Twitter followers, tune in. Keep following. Our, our, the, the college hoops picks are on fire. Follow them on Twitter at Cover City Sports. Follow us on Instagram at Cover City Sports. Check out our TikTok too. I've been dropping some videos on there. At Cover City Sports. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Thanks for tuning in, guys.